Yo, what the fuck is up? Welcome to Riffs on Tap, episode number 29. Woo! I'm your host, Alejandro, joined, as always, by... Riley! As well and as. Brock. How are y'all doing today? Great. Pretty damn good. I gotta say, our intro sounds like the intro for some dumbass uh, cartoon on, like, Adult Swim or something late at night. Like, uh, which one? Like, do you have an example? Like the Eric Andre show. Yeah. Ooh, I like the Eric Andre show. Yeah. Dude, I, yeah, that's what we're shooting for here. That's what we're going for. Exactly. Just, you, know, you just wake up at 3 a.m. and you're just like, yeah, I'll watch it. It's broke white boy Eric Andre time. He's got so many just iconic bits. He does. He, that's one of those shows I definitely want to go back and actually watch every episode because I've only ever really seen clips and seen episodes here and there, but never really like gone through and watched the show. And it's so memeable. Obviously, as you see, yeah. it's been popularized by so many of his memes. A hundred percent. Um, yo, Riley, what are we drinking today? You you brought this. You you brought this special delivery. Yeah, so I don't know anything about this beer. <laughs> uh, I was just at a Specs in Dallas, and I saw it's called Weed Golden Ale, and I was like, Alejandro's a stoner. <laughs> he would probably love this shit. Uh, I don't know if it tastes like weed or if I don't I don't know anything about it. So I went on Untapped and just did a little research on it. Um, weed Cellars or, or Weed is the name of like the brewing company, I guess. And they, they make a couple different beers. One of them is this Golden Ale here. Uh, a lot of the reviews were, funny name, uh, beer, meh. So I was like, eh. So I'm like, I hope this isn't just a gimmick beer. Uh, but no, it's not actually made of weed, though, for legality reasons. I'll take, I don't know. I'm curious. Let's taste this. Let's see how this tastes. It's solid, you know. It's what you would expect. Just a nice run of the mill golden ale. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say it's bad by any means. No, I mean I would drink it. No, yeah, I, honestly, solid. Four point seven, so it's higher than your usual stuff. Yeah. Um, but what yeah, would you I give think, it out of a uh, ten on a rating scale? Uh, I would give it probably like seven fried chickens out of uh, ten. Okay. I was, I was right around there. I was saying like six, six and a half. Six. Yeah, it passes. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to try their other beers because I'm, I'm just curious if the company was sprouted and it's a gimmick thing or if it's like they actually are trying to be a brewery company and then they fuck themselves by calling it weed because now they're going to have to go through legal battles getting those places. <laughs> oh, we're, we're weed. Like, that's just our name, but there's no weed in it. Like, I don't know. Is it a Texas-based brewing company? Uh, it, it says, says made in U.S. in the U.S.A. Says, I just see that it says Go Texan on the on the bag. Yeah, I'm gonna guess so. What uh, do you fucking know? In my research, I didn't find anything specifically that said it was made in Texas, but uh, just given the, that, I'm gonna assume yes, it probably is made in Texas. It also says Go Texas on the on the can as well. I'm assuming it's something local to Dallas. Yeah, I, I've maybe it is here, and I just haven't seen it or looked for it, but. Uh, as far as I can, I'm concerned, I haven't seen it in San Antonio, so it's probably around the Dallas area. You know what I kind of want um, for a beer? I guess just alcohol in general. Um, is there like some like apples to be brewed? I want like a small apple flavor. I don't want like yeah. full on crown apple. Like that like hits you in the face. But I'm tasting this and I'm, it, it's a green can. So I'm just thinking apple in my mind. And I'm like, man, just like a light, like refreshing apple. Just a little, little taste in there. Crisp. There's uh there's what is it uh reds reds yeah yeah there's that that's apple beer is that it's, it's like really a sugar it's like though, a cider right? yeah I think they also got a uh, angry orchard which that one is more yeah. of that's, juice that I'm like, a f- yeah that's like closer to like um what's the Smirnoff ice I feel like sugary and I'm like, a fan of angry orchard yeah. it's very nice like just kind of don't necessarily want a beer but something similar yeah right next to substitute. I think that's the problem with some of those beers is that they're so sugary. It's like drinking a soda. And if you're going to drink four or five beers, just picture drinking four or five Cokes. It's a yeah. lot of sugar. It's like fuck, Mike's hard. I can't drink to that and smear off ice. I just can't. I'll, I'll do a, sometimes I'll get iced a lot. Actually, I get iced. Yeah, I was uh, about to say, I don't so want to put do the idea that, in your head. <laughs> now that we live together, I'm like. I was just uh, thinking. Huh. I was like, no. I know really I good hiding spots anything. in this house. Yeah. It's just going to sit there for days at times. I mean, there are areas of the house we don't even go into. There's, there's whole rooms we don't visit in the house. Yeah, you know, I'll just 
they'll be there forever. In a year, you know, yeah. you see it. It's got dust on it and shit. But we can do, you know, you know, we up Annie a little bit. We'll make margaritas and put them around the house. We'll just margarita. Put foil over the top of That's it. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Want me to Live chug a, a fucking margarita? I'll do it. That shit. <laughs> we have a. Bl- we have. A, do we have tequila in the box of liquor? We have a lot of tequila. Ton. It's oh, all resposado. Because we have. Uh, well, you, you can, I guess, make a margarita with that, but like. Yeah. Um, we have a blender and everything. It's like, and you go get shitty margarita mix from, yeah. uh, ATB or whatever. They have like the pre-made mixes and shit. Yeah. Throw that in some ice. Yeah. That ice and, uh, tequila and you're done. Um, well, they have it pre-made with tequila. In it. Oh, with tequila already yeah, in it? Yeah, but we could put more tequila in it is we what could, he's saying. Yeah. I always think about, you. did you guys ever watch the movie, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Great I movie. S- I saw like half of it. What? I didn't see the full thing. You actually have. So that is one of those movies that you have to watch all the way through. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because the ending is. The last 15 minutes are just golden. That's what makes the movie for me. Yeah, I love that movie. It's it's fantastic. I saw it in theaters like six times. It was so fucking good. And literally, it's all built up for those last 15 minutes. Like every little small thing that happens in that movie builds it up to that last 15. It's just. You've seen other Quentin Tarantino films. I love. He's probably my favorite director. Yeah, and so like every everything is intentional in every one of his movies, yeah. and it all has a purpose. It all just like comes together. It's like Hateful Eight. That was one of those it was just slow building up until the end. Yeah, and it was holy fuck, what just happened? And the extended edition uh, expands on a lot of like loopholes that you know think were in the movie, but uh, it's just hard to watch the extended edition because each it's broken into four chapters and each chapter is like an hour and a half i mean the regular movie is what two and a half three hours long i think it's just shy of three hours something like that his movies are very long very but they're worth it yeah no it's not like one of those boring like it's not i think of a boring ass long movie fucking benjamin button titanic yeah it's not like one of those where it's like i don't care about this it keeps you invested the whole time it's always nice when a long movie like it doesn't you don't you never feel it you're yeah. just going through it and it's just like wow what a great movie oh shit fucking four hours went by for me that's Django like yeah I that movie goes by in the blink of an eye for me no it works for the same for me for like music like we were listening to Freebird earlier that's a nine minute song yeah but the whole time you're just fucking jamming to it so it doesn't feel like it's a nine minute long song that was uh, really interesting I didn't watch the whole thing but uh, yesterday you were watching that. Uh, documentary about Leonard Skinner. Uh, one, I didn't realize how progressive they were. They are liberal rednecks, yeah. uh, which always interests me. And it's Especially, like, I mean, me. not just liberal redneck. I mean, long hair, fucking beards. Just they—they they look like your typical fucking redneck. Super anti-gun, like real hardcore anti-gun. Yeah. Um, it was—it was interesting the part that I, I saw and listened to while while you were watching it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny to him hearing him talk about. Uh, Freebird, it was like the song was just a one minute song, and then they played it again. And it was like a three minute song, yeah. and it just every time they played it, the, the good, solo yeah, just kept getting longer solo, and longer. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and now it's just nine minutes. That's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. I would. Yeah. I didn't. I had no idea that they had a plane crash and three of them died, including the lead singer. I, I was just assumed they were all still alive for whatever reason. Because I still, they still play. I think the. Uh, original lead singer Ronnie Van Zant, his brother is now the lead singer for them. Oh, okay, okay. No, yeah, I had no idea about that either. Yeah, very sad. R.I.P. Um, what else was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, I want to get into. Uh, I want to talk about football because this past weekend was probably one of the greatest football the, weekends we've ever. The had. greatest football weekend I've ever seen personally. So there's already ratings out for the weekend. Uh, the Bills Chiefs game is preliminary rankings are. It's like a top three divisional game, or not divisional, excuse me, game of all time. Yeah. Uh, and the divisional weekend as a whole, uh, preliminary rankings came out uh, as it being the greatest divisional round, like, ever. Yeah. It, so, uh, do you guys want to go through the games in order and just talk about them? Sure. Uh, um, so, was the, the first, first game was the uh, Bengals and the... Um, Titans. Titans, yeah. that game. Uh, yeah, Bengals defense just took the fuck over, and I mean both defenses. I think uh, Titans got nine sacks on Joe Burrow. Yeah, nine sacks, and which he, I believe is a playoff record. Uh, so the only other quarterback to get sacked eight plus times, and I don't, it just said eight plus. It didn't say if it was nine or not. But Donovan McNabb did that in two thousand six. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. But he's, I believe that that was the most someone's ever gotten sacked. Yeah. and won a game. 
No, yeah, it was that game because uh, I know me and Brock watched it here, and that final like ten minutes, whatever. It neither team wanted to win that game. It no. was two teams trying not to fucking lose that game. I think game. the Bengals had what four fumbles. Uh, there was Titan, interceptions on Titans both sides threw a of couple the ball. picks. Three uh, three picks for ten. Three picks. Yep. Well, in the last couple minutes, I think oh, yeah. he threw two. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Very sloppy game, but it was fun to watch. I like watching those sloppy games. Just makes yeah. it more interesting. But yeah, literally the the Titans should have won that game, but they just fucking literally threw it away on bad play calling. Yeah. And um yeah, it was just it's crazy. I don't know. That offensive coordinator getting fucking fired. He's done. Hundred percent. And with the uh, next game, I think this one was the most I would say out of the four, it was probably the least interesting, even though it was still a very interesting game, was the Packers forty uh, ers Yeah. 49ers. yeah. It, I mean, it was, I ex- it was a defensive battle. I expected it to not necessarily be a blowout, but I thought the Packers would win by at least ten. Uh, even though I'm kind of rooting for the 49ers right now, just because of my grandma, not my brother, my grandmother. She's a 49ers fan, so kind of <laughs> rooting for them. Uh, but yeah, I did not expect them to win that game at all. I think uh, the thing that helped with the rating for that game was uh, there were I know there are a lot of people on Twitter talking about. We were just rooting against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, and he was—he had a comment today about that, and be just like, "Yeah, I know a lot of people are just rooting against us, rooting against me, and whatever." And I was just like, "Yeah, we'll use it to motivate you to fucking play better." He, there are he, a lot of people who hate Tom Brady, and he fucking just uses that shit and be like, "Hey, you know, he's what? almost yeah. criminal in this league right now, where everyone's just like, "Yeah, you're really fucking good, but you know what? You can go fuck yourself." Yeah, everyone's just dogging on Aaron Rodgers, which is I'm I'm fine with fucking fuck him. <laughs> Um, but it's just crazy the statistic that for 30 years in Green Bay, we've only had two starting quarterbacks yeah. lead that team. And how many Super Bowls did they win, guys? Two. Two. One for Brett Favre and one for Aaron Rodgers, which I just, looking at like Aaron Rodgers' numbers, you cannot put him in conversations as the greatest of all time with Tom Brady. Like I think numbers-wise, not necessarily, but skill-wise, I think he he's one of the most skilled quarterbacks of all time. He is, Talk he is about what he can do with his legs tools. on yeah. the run. Got a cannon arm. I mean, he's and he's a genius. Probably the most accurate quarterback of all time. He's talented, but I just don't. He never produced results. He won a Super Bowl. He won one. I think people. So I, people expected him to win more, right? I mean, what Peyton Manning won two. Uh, he only won one yeah. with Indianapolis yeah. and one with Denver. It's very hard to win a Super Bowl. I know it's just Tom Brady makes it look so fucking easy. He's done it seven times. But he's done it with what he's got. He's never. Yes, he's had moments where he's had really star players around him, but I think it's actually now when he has the most star power around him. Yeah, uh, compared to any of the time he had in New England. Yeah, he had Wes Walker at times, and he had Gronk for a while. Um, but and I was about to bring up their defense, but the Bucks defense is also v- stupid loaded. Yeah. It's stacked. Which you want to roll into that game? Yeah, which let's, let's just go into that game. I don't even know what to say. Everything that needed to go right for Tom Brady in that second half, really not even the second half, fourth quarter, happened. I mean, speechless. I feel so bad that I fucking... So I left my grandparents' house to come over here with four minutes left in the game. Yeah. The the Bucks had just turned over the ball, and I said, this game's over. They're down, what, like two and a half touchdowns or whatever. There's no way they're bringing this back. Four minutes left, and I was like, ah, it's fine. And I came back, and y'all are like, yeah, man, it was crazy. And then you guys underplayed it. And it wasn't until I saw the highlights later, I was like, guys, the game, he came back, and they went into overtime. Yeah. Well, um, it, so I I knew he was going to come back. It's fucking Tom Brady. He's done it before. But I'm, I'm going to bring up a very dark memory for you. Uh, the Falcons game down 28-3 we were at the my house watching it with some family friends whatever everyone was like oh this is over Tom Brady's gonna lose everyone's celebrating and I was like wait (laughs) it's fucking Tom Brady he's gonna pull something out of his ass I think this game for him was was even more exciting though to watch because he was up against the Rams and like Matthew Stafford yeah like I feel like the talent level between the Rams currently and the Falcons then, I feel like this was a harder game for him to do that. And he still managed to, well, almost pull it off. I'm rooting for Stafford now. I think, uh, no, Stafford, it's it's finally his time. You know, he's been with the Lions for so fucking long. He deserves a ring. So who are you going for? 
49ers yeah, or Rams. You mentioned like nine different teams yeah. here, man. Like, so if I actually <laughs> could mention my third team, if I'm rooting for a team truly, I'm going to go say the fucking... Uh, the Bengals. Probably the Bengals. Get ready to Bengals. pack your shit. Yeah. Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr. I respect He's Joe Burrow. He's a fun player to watch. That's a fun offense to watch. Look, Trap House Sports, the TikTok account, the YouTuber dude, he has sold me on Joe Burrow. All right. Like, he, I am, like, I wouldn't say I'm rooting for the Bengals, but I'm rooting for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in the league. Yo, fuck the other Joe on the team. Mix it? Yeah, fuck him. Okay, so, and here is my opportunity to shut y'all the fuck up and talk about the Bills-Chiefs game. Yeah. Right? The most crazy fucking game that I probably have ever seen yeah, in my life. because the Bills oh, got 100%. fucked. Not at all. Patrick Those Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes things. You can't tell me that it's not fair that the game is decided by a coin toss. Mahomes you pulled knew. a Brady. Yes, but like this has Falcons. been the rules. So I if it was the other way around. No, if, if it was any way, if it was the Raiders winning, I'd still say I fucking hate this playoff rule. The playoff rule is or not the playoff rule. Or overtime yes, the rule. overtime rule. But I, regardless, the last three minutes of the game... What was it? 25 points were scored in the last three minutes? It was a very exciting game to watch. Yes. <clears throat> no, just in the last, like, two minutes, under the last two minutes, I think uh, the stat was that Pat had 177 yards thrown. Because yeah. it was, Absolutely it was the Bills had three minutes. They go down the field. They score. Chiefs have two minutes. They go down the field, leave the Bills with a minute and, like, 15. They drive down the field. Now there's 13 seconds left. And just to show you that... You know, I'm just I'm a football fan, not just a, a Chiefs hater. I think that 13 second, I don't even know what to fucking call it. It's not a, you got your two minute drill. I don't think there's a 13 second drill. Your uh, oh shit moment. Challenge. Yeah, yeah. But that was probably the greatest thing I've ever seen watched in football. I mean, I've yeah. never I, that wasn't possible. It's not possible. Well, you I can't think, score in 13 I seconds. I think the the issue. Okay. They really fucked up on special teams in that situation. They should have squibbed they it. They kicked the ball out. Yeah, they should have fucking squibbed it because someone at least has to grab it. Yeah. At least you would knock a second off. At least a second. Most likely more than that. You're probably knocking off like three seconds or four. I would say exactly. yeah. probably and five. You get them to a point where they have now one play probably at their own 40, 30, somewhere around there. Yeah. You have to Hail Mary it. You have no two-play opportunity here. The fact that 13, you got two plays in. and uh, Well, actually, I think they end up getting, I think, three plays in. Well, technically, yeah, they got three plays in, but because they had, what, three three or four seconds left when they kicked the field goal? Yeah. yeah. To tie it up. Um, it was the play to, was it Tyreek that caught the first one? Yeah, it was Tyreek across the Kelsey, middle. And then Kelsey and then, put him in the field goal range. But also, to speak on Kelsey's freaking geniusness, he had yeah. a play call, and he had a route that he was supposed to take. And he comes into the huddle and he's like, hey, Pat, I'm not doing this route. They've been giving me this look all day. And if they give it to me again, which I know they will, I'm taking it across the middle. And Patrick was like, all right. And there's a sound bit of Patrick Mahomes. It's just on him right before the play. And he goes, do it, Kelsey. Do it. Do it. Runs right across the middle. Do it. Do it. No, that's fucking some real heads up shit right there when you're just like, yeah, fuck the play call. We're doing our own yeah. thing. Like, I know this is going to work. When I was telling Brock, when we were talking about it, I was like, people just see, you know, all these athletes as these dumb motherfuckers, you know, don't finish college or whatever. But it takes a lot of smarts to succeed in the NFL. Oh, no. The amount that they have to know just from being able to run plays and yeah. all the stuff that they have to keep logged away and then also analyzing defenses and being like, oh, fuck, this is what, you know, it looks like we got man-to-man coverage here. This is what we're going to have to do. Yeah, the, the things that quarterbacks have to go through and check through every single fucking play is crazy. Well, it's just even, a different kind of smarts. Yeah, thing. and, like, even, like, the play call, you know, you got X-Wing 32 hat, like, pitch, you know, I mean, that's, you know, that is, like, a half of what the full play yeah. name would be. I mean, it's yeah, just ridiculous. First 20 words is just where the linemen are blocking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's... But it's, I mean, that's the same with everything. It's, you know, there's all these stigmas about these certain smarts. These athletes are smart just in a different way. You know, you work at a golf course, you're a fuck, you have a chemistry degree. You fucking, you know, it's just different kinds of smarts that people have for their certain jobs. And I yeah. hate that people think athletes are idiots. It's an art form. I'm an athlete. Okay. <laughs> Get used to it. I'm working yeah. out now. My chemistry degree is relevant. I mix up chemicals all the time. And I'm like, hey, guys, we probably shouldn't pour this No, no, that's what yeah. I'm saying. You're, yeah, yeah. you know, you're using that still yeah. occasionally. And I want to go back. I want to shout out uh, Riley. He has uh, been committed to working out. He Thank came you. home today and 
even helped me and Alejandro clean when he saw we were cleaning. And shout out to all of us for being pretty fucking productive today. Hey, look, you know, we did. We got shit done today. We'll get the wash and dryer fixed eventually. None, yeah. <laughs> none of us, none of us want to be the lazy roommate. <laughs> That's what coming, it was like coming from the lazy room. I was I was watching TV. That, do you, do you, that picture of the fucking bread. Every time you make a sandwich. Oh, did I show it to you yet? No, I, yeah, you? I took All a picture right. of your dumbassery. We're Here a fucking poster. I was probably drunk. I was drunk. Yeah. So not only Still, I took two you, pictures. You though. have some chaotic energy with this fucking bread. Uh, my my you know vape was right there. That was the one I was talking about. It was right on my bed. Uh, you entirely missed that, and then sorry. also your bread has no fucking. I'm sorry. You you open the bread. I'm so trying to get better. I so well, you're doing better. If you're listening, I'm working out. There, there's like a there's like a picture online of like the different ways you can handle the bread. You open up the baggie and you pull your bread out. What do you do at the end? There's people who twist and tuck. That's cool. People who twist and do the twist tie. People who you know fucking just leave it out as is. Uh, yeah, Riley, you're on some, like, chaotic evil. I'm, I'm working on myself. I'm trying to get better at these things. The problem is it's, you know, like, it is it is your bread. So do you enjoy eating rocks? Stale bread? Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't stale when I ate it last night. <laughs> How do you know you were drunk? <laughs> Touche. That was good. He's like, oh, we'll just toast it in the air fryer. It's fine. You know, it's toast now. Hey, I helped clean, though. We worked out. Correct. Now we're doing a podcast. Exactly. And yeah. now I feel good about drinking this beer. Yeah. Have, That's I'm all really I'm working on. This for. beer, it's super fucking light. I yeah. really appreciate that. Now, I'm taking the Ricky Gervais route. He works out so he can drink and eat whatever the fuck he wants. That's the best way to do it, honestly. That's why I picked up food today. I was uh, at a at a Mo Green today and uh, do some other manual labor stuff. Um, and I was like, you know what? I need actual food. A sandwich isn't going to cut it today. So I, I went to the Asian market and I was like, I'm gonna get some bibimbap. I had Whataburger. Yeah, you today? just reminded me yeah. I had panda today, so now I, I feel like shit. Oh, panda, oh, you as panda? Fuck, it's healthy. I did. Yeah, I got some orange chicken with, is it uh, lo, yeah. lo mein, chow mein? Fuck, is it the noodles? Fried rice? Uh, oh. Both are diff- they're both answers. What does panda lo have? Lo mein is the thicker one, chow mein is the thinner noodles. Then I had lo mein and oh. honey walnut shrimp, question mark. Panda Express has the <clears> best <throat> orange chicken. You can't argue it. I don't eat it. What are you going to say? Fucking payway? No, I was going to say, I don't, well, well, one, if I want Chinese food, I don't go to fa- fast food. Amer- I don't go to an American fast food place to get my Chinese food. I well, do. You don't get your Mexican food from Taco Bell? Uh, that's not Mexican food. That's not even food. That's 100 Taco, Taco Bell's not even food. Hey, don't talk shit about Taco Bell, okay? No, no, I love Taco Bell, but I don't even think it's food. Like, I don't even call it food. To be fair, like, I, that's a conspiracy that I've heard, and I don't think it is a conspiracy. I think it's truth. What? That it's not food? That it's not food. What, do you, what is it then? They shit out from a fucking unicorn on crack. Like this. That could so, be true. So there, there's a TikTok account uh, called like Essential McDonald's or whatever. He shows how like they make all the food at McDonald's. I don't want to see that. Uh, I, he showed a video today of how they do the onions. One, they're dehydrated. So he opens up a bag. He, he puts it in a little container and he just adds water and he lets it sit for two hours in the fridge and the onion just rehydrate he drains out the water and he's like there's your onion see like, I don't want to know this shit because I'm still gonna eat it and I just feel like even more of a piece of shit when I do if it tastes good it tastes fucking good well you'll it's eventually like, forget about I, it no, I, hot dogs. I love me well yeah it's like it's like hot dogs when people are like oh, do you know how that's made and I'm like yeah and I don't give a shit they're good as fuck no no it I agree disgusting. with you it is just uh, Taco Bell's one of those where I'm like I don't, I don't know if this is food or not uh, I know, but do you, I love Taco Bell. I love McDonald's and hot dogs. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. I get it. Um, you also got to know something's wrong with it because like everyone has that thing where it's like, oh, I'm eating Taco Bell. So there better be a restroom close by within the next 30 minutes. Yeah. See, I, I never noticed that. Like, I don't know if it's just because I eat spicy food all the time or what Same. it is. It just, and I, I, don't never, think it's any, I don't think it's anything to do with like spiciness. I just, I could have a simple crunchy taco and I will shit my brains out. I won't. I, I've never. Had the shits after Taco Bell. Well, I, I guess I'm, I don't, I'm in the fucking minority again. No, I think you're probably, you're pro- I'm probably in the minority. Still. No, I, so here, here's how I think the reason why we don't notice it. We've learned we have a lot of sim- similar like idiosyncratic things that we do. Yeah. I, good word. Me, I'm not good at noticing changes with my body. I've noticed this week I've been definitely more tired. Same. I think it's just because my calorie, I've been at a calorie deficit. I've been eating fucking sandwiches. I've been counting my calories. I'm like, whoa, I'm way too far under. I've just been drinking too much. 
Uh, that's a valid one. Do you not sleep enough? Because I'm like, I'm sleeping enough. I think I'm just not eating enough. Um, but like, I never notice if like I eat something and I get sick later. Like, I just am like, oh, I'm sick later. I never connect the dots. Yeah. Ever. And so I'm just like, I'm sick. I wonder why I'm sick. And um, so I'm curious if you if you also do the same thing. I might. I mean, I don't. I've never really thought about it. No. Honestly, I just kind of do what I do and. One day I'm sick and I'm like, oh, I'm fucking sick. Go throw up real quick and go to work. There's only there's only one time where I was an American man. <laughs> yep, it's a blue collar man. Um, there's only one time where I was like, the food I ate caused me distress. Which was there was this one time my dad made this chili. He wanted to make chili from scratch. He had like 20 different chilies in there, and he made it. And we were waiting all day. He made the fucking chili, and we're so excited. It was him, uh, me, and my brother, and we ate. We everyone sat down. We ate our fucking chili. We took one bite. And uh, my brother and my dad were like, nope, we're, we're not eating this. We're throwing it away. And I was like, what? Like, what's wrong? I was like, it's spicy. It's too fucking spicy. Like, it's, it's unedible. It's so fucking spicy. And I was like, it's pretty spicy. I'm sweating and crying and shit. And I'm like, it's pretty spicy, but the flavor is good. It's such good flavor. And uh, they're like, no, nah, we can't. And so they literally threw away their plates and they just ate something else or whatever. They made a sandwich. And I was like, dude, I'm loving this. And I fucking finished my bowl or whatever. Like, this is delicious. Yeah, later that night, I was like, it was just lava. Yeah. It was straight lava. And I was like, that was the only time where I've ever been like, I ate something. Yeah. This is what caused this problem. Yeah, it was absolutely brutal. I mean, I've like regretted eating something, not because of, you know, the bathroom trip or anything. But I, like one time, me and my family were at dinner and I forgot what I got, but it came with a jalapeno. So me and my sister were like, or my sister bet me 20 bucks. I wouldn't eat the whole jalapeno in one bite and I was like easy money fucking took the bite fine for a second and then the seeds kicked in and <laughs> I was dying and I'm a, I eat jalapenos with fucking everything I'll put them yeah. on a you know peanut butter jelly sandwich I don't give a shit I love jalapenos but that was just oh unbearable so uh question for both of y'all do y'all think that raw jalapenos are hotter than cooked jalapenos yeah I I think it has something to do with the seeds. It's not necessarily the jalapeno itself. I think it's the seeds. The heat might take some of the juice out of it, uh, so it makes it a little less spicy. Because I, I know um, my roommate in college, um, we'd make salsa like on a weekly basis. And it's like super simple. We just boil like tomatoes and jalapenos and tomatillos, yeah. and then you just throw them in the blender. And that's it, like whole. And... Um, I'd never felt like that was super spicy, even though we'd put a lot of peppers in there. But there was one place where they had just raw sliced jalapenos for a burger, and that shit was fucking next level spicy. Like, I was like, no, fuck this shit. So I, I've always equated raw jalapenos to be way hotter than cooked jalapenos. They might be. But again, I think that's maybe it has more juice or something. or mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a good science question. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, that would be actually interesting to know. Um, what's it called? Um, I want to get into music stuff. Yes. Is there anything y'all been listening to this week? Yes. What you got? What you got for me? I was just going to stop it there. <laughs> I've been oh. listening to music. Now I've, uh, I don't know. I've been on some weird fucking kicks lately. Uh, it's like last week was big nineties country. Uh, earlier part of this week was more seventies like rock, uh, kind of litter Skinner stuff. That's where, why I started yeah. watching that documentary. Ramones, Ramones are great. Led Zeppelin. Today was more '90s stuff, so or '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, you're listening a lot of '90s yeah. stuff today. But it's uh, it's been a very uh, I don't know. Been down. I was listening to Celine Dion yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I've just been all over the place with music. I've just been more into that like rock country kind of blend that's been going on, you know, among like rising country artists. Yeah, that's really all I've been listening to the past like. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't have anyone specific I'm listening to. I just bounce like I just throw on a, an album and let it play around. There's just something about like that southern rock that's just so fun to listen to. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's it, it's good pick me up music. Yeah. Um, for me, I've been listening to a, a group that I really really enjoy. I don't know what to call them—a group or an ensemble or what. Uh, they're a jazz ensemble. They're called Bad Bad Not Good. Okay. Have y'all heard about them before? I've. I think I've heard you mention them before, but I don't think I've listened to them. I have uh, not. They are, uh, I believe they're a four-piece uh, group, 
and they got like a, a jazz player, piano player, trumpet player, um, and all of them kind of just go all over the place with their different instruments. But their album that I really, really fucking love was their album called Four. Yeah. Some. What? Four some. <laughs> Tonight? Um, they, uh, we need to find a fourth person. I was about to say. Well, I've got two personalities. <laughs> and two holes. Only two. <laughs> okay. um, they have a series of albums where they had like a one, a two, a three, and the four. And the fourth album came out in 2016. And that album was fire. I loved it. It was a, like a good mix of like R&B, uh, hip-hop-y, jazzy. Is it just instrumental stuff? Or is it singing uh, as well? That's the cool part is that on their last album, they had a lot of singers on it. Okay. And uh, it was a good mix of stuff. Like some of it was just purely instrumental jazz. And um, they're one of those groups that's like not afraid yeah. to, to take a stand. Take a, they're, not, they're not afraid to do whatever the fuck they want. Everybody. If, if they're just like, <laughs> this sounds hand. good, we're just going with it. Like there's one song where there's just like a trumpet solo for the longest time or like a saxophone solo. And it just goes and goes and goes. And they're just like, oh, fucking let them. Just yeah. let them just keep going. Um, I like that. But their newest album uh, called Talk Memory, it came out uh, a few weeks ago. I listened to it. And uh, it was very much just more traditional jazz. And it was not what I was expecting. Um, it was just like, you get over there? Yeah. <laughs> I just watched him have a seizure. Oh man, this man almost died. I, I was like, I hope you know CPR because you have to save this man. I was certified in 2014. Yeah, that's that's good enough. That's very comforting. Years ago, um, but uh, it was more like traditional jazz stuff, less singing on it, and like I don't know, it just felt like boring, and I, I felt really disappointed by it. I was like, we waited five years for this album, and it was just like. Well, now I don't want to listen to. I know you, you had me go, going. I listen to four. Go back yeah. to listen to four and. They do. Are you um, are you familiar with like Thundercat, uh, Flying Lotus? I know Thunderstruck. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, Is it ACDC featuring Doja Cat? <laughs> um, but Thundercat's uh, he's a producer. He does a little bit of rapping, but he mostly plays the bass and uh, has like hip hop type of shit. Okay. And Flying Lotus and uh, Kate Trinata, also same thing. They're producers. Uh, do a little hip hop. I think I've type heard of, of Flying Lotus. He's done some songs with like rappers like Kendrick Lamar and stuff like that. I was about to say that one does sound familiar. Yeah, uh, I'll play you some stuff later. And uh, that's how I first heard about Batman. Uh, not good. And um, these cans are fucking loud. Yeah, um, yeah that no, was you're like, fine. We have to open the cans, but like I feel like there was a microphone on it. They're like extra loud. Well, this this room is also like I don't know. It's a little a little echoey. It's a little echoey. Um. But yeah, four was just like kind of weird. Like I feel like every song just flows and moves. Like I've never seen the movie all the way through. Um, what's the one with Miles Teller? Uh, oh, where he's the drummer? Whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah. Whiplash. Fucking is great a movie. Fucking I've only movie. seen God. clips of that movie, but there's drumming in their music that like, oh, this is like Whiplash type yeah. shit. Like it's um, jazz. So uh, I was watching another documentary yesterday. It was about drummers uh, and just how influential the jazz drumming was with rock and roll mm-hmm. is crazy so much more than you would think i mean all of the early drummers were influenced by jazz drummers no yeah because they would use unusual time signatures and the way that it's so crazy how you can swing a sound yeah. like you can play a note very straight as it's written and then you can swing it back and forth and it yeah. has movement even though you're playing the exact same notes in the exact same rhythm it just has movement to it and uh it there's a really cool TikTok account where this guy looks at uh, different drummers and he's like, this is how someone could have played this drum fill for this song, for like Blink-182 or whatever. Yeah. He's like, this is how Travis Barker did it. And it's like, whoa, it's like you could play it very standard, nothing crazy about it. And he's like, this is what Travis Barker did to spice it up. And it's like, whoa, it has so much more movement to yeah. it and feel to it. I think it. It, it might be the same account, but I was watching a guy and he, he'll play one song, but like five different genres and styles just yeah. how much that drumming affects the song is crazy and it was all of like your popular songs too yeah. so mm-hmm. you know you had something to like relate to yeah i think i believe it's the same account yeah. or at least i i have seen both of those videos um but yeah i know drums are super important that's why like i think the the reason why i enjoy skrillex so much is because he was in an emo band for the longest time and although he was a front man drums are very fucking important um, and if you listen to any of his music, his drums are always 
on point. Yeah. He, that is the one of the best things. And I've heard other producers really talk about that. Like Skrillex, master of drums. That's the thing he does best. Um, but yeah, drums, I, that's the first thing I always listen to when I listen to new songs is uh, the drums. That's I, why I, I appreciate that song so much. What is it? Through the Flames by Dragon Slayer uh, uh, or whatever? Through the Fire uh, and Flames? Yeah. By that, Dragon Force? Yes. Yeah, ev- uh, everyone always talks about the guitar and how crazy mm-hmm. the guitar is, but, but then you listen to the drummer. drums in the back. Oh, Holy man. shit! No, yeah, is that whole um, the guitar player actually Herm- was it Herman Lee? I think is his name. He think streams so. on Twitch. Yeah, and uh, he's really, really entertaining, really, really fun. Yeah. But yeah, not enough gets talked about the drums on that song. Uh, there are a lot of like. Uh, I think like metal music in general, the drums so fucking important. The drummer is going nonstop. Yeah, he goes so fucking ham. Um, but I don't know. I, I really like the drums and the drums are so important to keep the rhythm of the whole song and, and a band in general. Uh, and it just sucks that the greatest band of all time has the shittiest drummer of all time. Fucking Ringo Starr. I was actually, they talked about that. There were a lot of people who were heavily influenced by Ringo Starr, uh, in the you know seventies and eighties. Yeah. So people were looking at Ringo for the drums and actually that video makes Ringo look very good. Yeah. Uh, or that documentary. He actually was a good drummer, right? Yeah. He was probably the worst drummer in the band. <laughs> yeah, but Paul he was, was the best drummer. Yeah, but he was still a very good drummer. Uh, it just, yeah, Paul just, you know, he's Paul McCartney. He's the best at everything. He was just, um, he, he's not a bad, you know, artist. He just was so, he was like in a whole, like, three leagues below yeah. all the other, like, George Harrison, John Lennon, and Paul McCartney were just so many leagues ahead. Yeah. Well, they're, and it's mainly their songwriting. Their songwriting yeah. puts them so much further ahead of Ringo. They, yeah. I think all of their songs were written by one of those three. Yeah. And I think Ringo has one song. Yeah. And which, uh, from my understanding, for what I learned recently, uh, Ringo would go on to because he would pitch songs and they would never get accepted by the band. And so uh, that's what a lot of his well, first solo album yeah. was songs that didn't get picked up by the band. It's hard to, you know, uh, are we going to take Ringo's song or let it be? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I definitely do want to spend some time looking at Ringo's solo stuff because, you know, he's he's probably the Beatle that will live the longest. He yeah. will, we will reach a point in our lives. Well, where we'll I don't know. I feel like Paul's just never going to die. I say, hold on. Yeah, fucking knock on wood. I got my boy Paul up there. The <laughs> Yo, it's 2022. We've already got Betty White. Fucking Dude, that's why I'm rushing to go see <sighs> fucking... Uh, so I just bought tickets to go see Willie Nelson. Uh, I'm mainly going to see Zach Bryan. Never yeah. got to see him live. He just started touring. Um, How the times but, have changed. But it's, uh, you know, last chance to go see a living legend, Willie Nelson. Started Outlaw Country. I, man, I, I feel like I'm missing an opportunity here. I just I just don't know if I can fit into my schedule to go yeah. see him. Um, but um, oh, Paul, have you seen Paul? It is on a Saturday. Though? It is. And I may be, actually be off that weekend. Yeah. But how expensive were the tickets, though? 45 That's not too bad. Yeah. It's cheaper than fucking Tears for Fears, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, which we, my, so my mom uh, messaged me the other day, and she's like, hey, Tears for Fears going on tour. I know you wanted to see them. And I was like, oh, bet. Like, where are they going to be at? And they're like, they're going to be in Sugarland, Texas, which is town south of Houston. And they're like, that's random. Like, are they going anywhere else? Is that the only date? They're like, they're going to Garland, Texas, too. And I was like, oh, my God. Of all the smallest <laughs> little fucking... Weirdest, yeah. yeah, like, I get they're near major cities, but, like, they're also in, like, really fucking yeah. small communities. I'm like, I was like, well, how much are the tickets? And he's like, they're, they're almost sold out. And, like, even the cheap seats are kind of expensive. And I was like... Fuck it. Let me tell Riley and let me uh, let me see if we can go. We, I know we've talked about we really want to see them because they're getting old. They're getting really old. Sure. Um, but oh man, I just I'm so excited to see them. Yeah. Man, not, it's not even like I don't care necessarily. If they put on it was the same thing for George Strait. George doesn't put on a great show anymore, but it's just you know I get to go see you know a legend. Yeah, I blacked out. Who are y'all talking about? Fears for fears. Oh okay. They have uh, they sing everybody wants to rule the world. Yes. In Mad World, and Shout. Um, I need. I have that album downloaded. I need to go back and listen to it. And they actually have a new album coming out. I think Good later day. this year. Um, so I'm happy. I'm always happy when older bands are making new music. It may not always be great. I know New Order and Depeche Mode have been making new music for. Ugh, they make a Did new you just album say fucking Depeche Mode? Yeah. That depressed mode. Get it right. 
Depressed mode. No, depression was great, man. They're very happy, fun music. It's very positive shit. It's very depressed music. Heaven was very depressing. The 2013 album, um, it was slower and darker. I just have bad ties to that band. That's all. That's the only reason I say that. uh, I just can't get enough. No, there's another one. Johnny Uh, Cash covered it. uh, I can't fucking remember. uh, People are people. No. Uh, Strange love. Hurt. They don't sing hurt. (laughs) Fuck off. I'm trying to think because they have so many fucking songs. Um, um, I have it down. Uh, Personal Jesus. Oh, personally. Oh, yeah. So Johnny Cash covered that on his last album. And I was like, you probably should have skipped that one. I don't, I I just, see, I love all of their songs. I like uh, all that era. Well, no, I'm, I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm just saying Johnny's version of that song wasn't the best. Yeah. Um, that era of 80s music, Depeche Mode, New Order, like Bronx Beat, English Beat. Um, I fucking love that shit. It's so fucking good. But yeah, Tears for Fear is one of those I want to check off my list. Yeah. Um, Erasure is also on that list I need to check off. I have tickets for it just got postponed. Um, yeah, these bands are getting old, man. They're going to yeah. die soon. You know, it's sad to say, but like we got a lot of motherfuckers dying recently. Well, that's what so far 2022 has taught us. Oh, yeah. Is people that these legends are dying. Um, which, uh, you know who I forgot passed away and they were talking about on a podcast recently was Norm MacDonald. I forget yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, really fucking sad. And uh, then we lost Bob Saget just recently as well. Which was so fucking random. Jesus yeah, they still don't know what happened. They, I mean, there's it wasn't drugs and it was uh, obviously no foul play. Yeah. and so, they, were, they were thinking heart attack or something. Yeah. And it, he was just alone in his room. Yeah, so. it sucks because it's like he was he's on tour. He's doing well. He's happy. And they, his yeah. old friend says like he's not going to go tour and do things if he's not happy or no. healthy. And so it was just fucking... It was probably just a freak when accident. Because he, he had just... Earlier that day, I think posted about how he's excited to get back into stand up and announced all these shows and stuff. Yeah, I know John Stamos was heartbroken over that. I yeah. follow him on Instagram, and he was, oh, yeah. he was like, I, "I don't actually believe he's dead. He's alive right yeah. now." And like, well, they were best friends. Yeah, and you know, you're really fucked up over something if you're like, "Nope, they're not dead." It was really sad. Um, God, I, I hate that I can't remember the two um, actors' names. Uh, they live streamed them going to go pick up his car from uh, LAX and just just like remembering all the cool fun times yeah. they had. They're just like super sad and depressing. It was like because like he touched so many people and then it was just such a fucking shock. When it's crazy, I mean, you uh, you see him on TV or whatever. He's America's dad. You see his stand up and he's just this completely raunchy guy. He had, it but, was two Bob Saget's and yeah. it was awesome because yeah. he could he could appeal to anyone. But he was always, I mean, no matter what, he was always, from what I've heard and seen, obviously, just the most down-to-earth person. Yeah. Which is, you know, I'm glad to hear that. It wasn't some asshole. Have you ever sucked dick for coke? <laughs> <laughs> now that's an addiction. Um, I've been workshopping a tweet in my head all day today that I just can't seem to, like, get the punchline correctly. I got you. Uh, it was, like, things that make me happy. Diet Coke. Coke. And then I'm like, I feel like I need a third thing in there. Um, Cock? Pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just... I don't know. I, don't know. I feel just, like I've been workshopping this tweet all day today, and I just can't seem to get it together. usually forces itself into a lot of things, so... You could just say, things I need in my life, Coke, cocaine, and cock. Instead <laughs> of saying see, the Diet Coke, Coke, and... Well, see, I thought about doing Diet Coke, Coke, Coca-Cola... Oh, and to then make the distinction. Make the distinction, yeah. And uh, but I was like, huh, oh, I don't know. And I, I keep workshopping. I'm gonna figure it out. And I'm gonna tweet it eventually. Hey, eventually you will get that, and that will be the most retweeted tweet of all time. Well, I think I'm just gonna fucking tweet it right now, so you'll have a timestamp of when we recorded this based <laughs> off of this fucking tweet I have. So y'all to entertain people yeah. for a second. I'm gonna go ahead and tweet this right now. So how about the Mets? Hey, David Wright. More David like Ortiz. David wrong. Get Am it. I right? <laughs> uh, we never do a give, stand up. Never give me and Brock the mic. <laughs> I will say we are pretty funny people. Yeah, just y'all are very y'all are much funnier than I am. You guys don't give yourself enough credit. You don't give yourself enough. Yeah, credit. I was about to say you're you're a comedic genius in the making. I I feel like my timing could be better. I feel like I'm I have poor timing. On we things. will get you to that point. Brock was the most boring person on earth before I met him. Which was I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. I'm pretty sure I made the first joke in this relationship, and probably, it, but I make the best ones. So I don't care. 
I have the most quantity, and at this point, it's I quality over quantity. Yes, but when you take quantity with a minus jokes and quality of a plus jokes, but you only have one that you've ever made, then I think I had you out. All right, so you're like Carlos Mencia. <laughs> That's and like I, the worst thing to be compared to. And I am Ricky Gervais. So it's you know, let's talk. I'm Will fucking Farrell. Fuck off. That's what I thought. I'm Will Farrell always. No. If you know what, I'll I'll take Jim Carrey. Okay, so I may have been reading something wrong, but when do you mean to look this up? Uh so I've been thinking about getting into succession because I hear a lot of good things about it. I know I mentioned it to Riley yesterday. Um I saw that he's a producer on that show, and I don't believe that. It must be a different Will Ferrell. Um, it doesn't seem like a show that he'd be a producer on. He might be. Uh, he's been doing some a lot of because nothing about that shit. show is funny. It's very serious. You know the. Do you guys know the well, plot of uh, Succession? No. Uh, it's essentially this media um, mogul. He owns this this you know TV network or whatever, and he's you know everyone the family the sons and and daughters are like. Hey, dad's getting old. Like someone's gonna need to succeed him. You know, someone's gonna need to take over. And all the kids are kind of vying and fighting for um, be the next one up. And that's kind oh, of oh no, it is the John William Farrell. Okay, someone else. Cool. Yeah. No, no, it's him. Yeah, his full oh. name is John William Farrell. Oh, really? But it's wow. I think so. He's good buddies with Adam McKay. Adam McKay is also one of the executive producers. Yeah, there's a there's actually a lot of ex- executive producers on this. No, I mean, Will Ferrell actually is incredible in some of those more serious roles. I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Everything Must Go, the serious movie that he did. Uh, it's was one it, of my favorites of his. I thought that was a comedy. Isn't that the one where he, like, gets his wife leaves him or something like that? Or? That's definitely not. A, it's a comedy drama. I'd say it's mo- more drama than comedy. Oh, okay. I've never seen it. I just I saw it on Netflix. I was thinking about watching it. but I would highly recommend watching it. It's a fantastic movie. Probably one of my favorite Will Ferrell which, movies. Which one? Everything must go. Okay. No, I haven't heard about that one. Yeah, it's great. It's not. I mean, it wasn't a big blockbuster movie or anything. Um, but yeah, I just saw it randomly scrolling through Will Ferrell movies, watched it, and it's great. So me and Riley have talked about this before, and Riley's given me his thoughts on it, but Will Ferrell, being who he is, how come he never fixed his teeth? I mean... Just, you know, why you don't, don't need to. Why don't British people fix theirs? Because they're, as a race, fucked. Well, I think, you, I think the teeth are healthy. I, well, I'm sure their teeth are healthy, yeah. but there's no need to go to the orthodontist. And like, they're just like, well, why are we going to do this? My teeth are healthy, right, dentist? And they're just like, dentist, like, the teeth are healthy, correct. Yeah. But I'm willing to refer you to an orthodontist. And they're just like, nah, we're good. The same with me. My teeth are fucked up. And yeah. I've just been putting it off going to the orthodontist. I don't, know, I don't think he needs to. He's funny as fuck, so. Well, no, I he's obviously doing great. There's literally life. been close-ups in movies of his mouth, and so I'm just yeah. like, at this point, he, ha- you know, like obviously he's aware of it, so it's probably just a comedy piece at this. Yeah, I mean, look, juncture. the guy has an honor, honor, honorary doctorate from USC. He doesn't, he doesn't need to get his teeth fixed. Is he that why he did a USC fucking football team? Yeah. Oh. But Succession, that's the show. Uh, possibly, I want to get into after we finish How to with John Wilson, which that show is. I, it's just hard to sell it to people, I feel like. It's such a weird show. I would like to sit down and watch that with y'all, but we need to go back to the episode of the two dudes getting jerked off. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen any episodes of it. Oh, wait, of the You've... How To with John Wilson. Oh, I thought yes. we were still talking about Succession. Oh, no, no, no. To, I told them, so I told I'm them, trying to find your tweet. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I have it in drafts right now. I haven't oh. sent it off yet. Uh, I always feel weird still sending off uh, tweets where I'm like, eh, a lot of people I know see yeah. this, and I'm like, yeah, I feel like I just need to just remove that part of my brain and just go, ah, send funny tweets yeah. and just go and just roll with it. Um, now, how to is definitely a show we need to sit down and watch. Also, one that I think y'all would like, Righteous Gemstones. Uh, yeah, you mentioned that yesterday. It's got, let me pull up the list of actors that's in it. Because uh, like everyone's in that it's thing. It's some heavy hitters. And it so it's a, about like a, Chris Brown? Or do you mean, oh, you mean like good actors? Okay, my bad. No, you mean like Joe Mixon? <laughs> that guy's a fucking hit. So Danny McBride, Adam Devine, John Goodman, uh, Tony Cavallaro, Walton Goggins. If you've seen these guys, you would yeah. know. Um, but yeah, there's just Jason Schwartzman. 
uh, yeah, there's, and it's, so it's about the Schwartz. So John Goodman is the father of this family. He owns this church, kind of like a Joel Olstein kind of guy. Uh, his sons are all fuck ups and wait, like a crook then or huh? Like a crook? Essentially. Okay. (laughs) Piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Glad we established that. Um, there's a, so there's a movie I, I rarely sit down and watch too many movies, but, um, Riley, you have Apple TV, right? Or Apple Plus or whatever the fuck the TV thing is called? I believe I have it. Okay. I, I have a subscription I can use. I just haven't used it yet. There's a movie I heard on there that seems kind of interesting. Um, I heard people talk about it called Swan Song. It's about this. It's right at the beginning of the movie, so it's like not a spoiler. It's this man who finds out he's terminally ill. He's going to die. But uh, because they're in the near future, he finds out there's a service where they can create an exact clone of him and it'll have all the memories and experiences of him and know all of his mannerisms. And he, that person will just take, will once he dies, will just take over and just continue on and it'll be an exact clone of him. And so like the whole, that sounds like a mind fuck. The whole yeah. point of the movie is they make the clone and they have to spend months together as they sync up and yeah. memories and make sure that you know he's the exact perfect replica and they can just kind of, just insert him in and it's like nothing happened. Sounds interesting. It would be fucked up if you found out you were, that there was another one of you and like you couldn't realize who was real or not. Like, would you ever like want to have a clone like that? And no. Only reason I would. So there's a, I'll let Brock go first. I was just going to say, well, it could be fun. You have your, uh, what's Michael Keaton? You know, he, yeah. That's what I was going to bring up. So it'd be fun in the, uh, have you ever seen the movie Multiplicity? No, I actually haven't. It's such a great fucking, one of my favorite lines. So he, he creates a clone so his clone can go do all the stuff that he doesn't want to so he can spend time with his family or whatever. Yeah. Doing whatever. So there's the Disney Channel version of that. um, Yes. The other me. Yeah. Yeah. But then he clones himself too many times, and he gets a uh, a dumb, dumb clone. Was that I'll four say. or something like that? Uh, he gets a a Cajun clone. <laughs> <laughs> so he's one of my favorite lines ever. Fucking he, you know, holds up a piece of pizza. I got pizza, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, when I the very first time I watched that movie, I walked up to my sister. And I was like, I got pizza, Jamie. <laughs> he fucking, Pulls out a wallet. I got a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's such a great movie. Oh man, um, no, I, I guess I do have to watch that now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be kind of fucked up to be like, am I the real person or am I the clone? No, in that sense, definitely not. But if it was one that like I still know, like I'm me. These are the clones. I think Especially that'd be if fun. The clones know that they're the clones. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Uh, the clone is, is designed to forget that it's the clone. So that moving forward, it just, I am this person. So then there will come a point where the person's going to die and the clone now is just like, I am this person. I am not a clone. I How much does person. their mind sync up? Like, is it like a Neuralink type thing or like, is That's it just the, the memories are transferred? It, or? It's so sci-fi and I, obviously <clears throat> I haven't seen the movie yet. And so it's so sci-fi. I think they're just going to gloss over those things probably. Okay. Uh, or maybe they explain it. Maybe they do. It's like, I feel like there'll be like a mental breakdown waiting to happen for both of those exactly people. exactly and so so there's actually so speaking of clones as well so there's a sh- tv uh not a tv show it's on netflix the show it's called living with yourself it's with paul rudd oh yeah so yeah, he yeah. gets a clone i watched that a while ago i started re-watching it again just because i couldn't re- remember it that's a fantastic show and that's paul rudd in a more serious role yeah which he's great at that's another great clone show also, Clone Wars. You know, that's that, great. You know, we, well, we, we started watching the first two episodes of uh, Boba Fett. The book yeah. of Boba oh, yeah. Fett. Oh, fuck you. And, yeah, uh, I actually Boba Fett is a clone, you know. <laughs> fuck you, first of all, fuck you guys for not asking me. Hey, you're at, you're at work. Yeah. I, <laughs> one of the days I was off. So I need to catch up because I found out Thundercats in the all show. Right, I'm quitting my job. Uh, you would never do it. No. Um, I found out Thundercats in the show like in episode five, and so I'm like, ah, oh, fuck! Now I have to catch up. And like, fucking, I gotta see Thundercat. He's the boy. Um, but yeah, it it for me, nothing drew me to the third episode. I I, I thought it was cool, and the action sequences were fun. But John Favreau produced it, right? Mm-hmm. Like he produces everything. <laughs> yeah, and um, <clears throat> I don't know. There's something about like the storytelling kind of awkward. 
Um, it's not. I, it's not the Mandalorian. That's for sure. Yeah. And so I know it'll pick up. I know it'll get better. Yeah. But uh, nothing at the moment is drawing me back into it. And so, like I said, I did go a little bit ahead uh, a couple episodes, and it it does it starts picking up. Yeah. No. So. I mean, I don't. It's John Favreau. Like it's got to be good. I don't 100%. think he's ever produced or directed anything that wasn't fantastic. The one thing, though, I don't know if you noticed or not. I believe the second episode is actually directed by someone else. Oh, okay. And written by someone else, and it it makes me think of like. The, the show that I can always tie it back to is, I know y'all haven't seen Doctor Who, but Doctor Who, the seasons have like an arc throughout the whole season of like the Doctor is trying to solve something or figure out whatever. The first episode is always written by Stephen Moffat, the showrunner, and the last episode is always written by, written by Stephen Moffat. Um, and because he has to tie all the things that happened all together from the beginning to the end. And all the stuff in the middle feels like filler. It's written and directed by other people, and it's just like the doctor shows up at this time or planet. There's a problem. He solves the problem. He leaves the planet. End of the episode. He saves the world. Like it, it feels completely fucking filler. Like we how didn't long, move the story forward. How long has Doctor Who been on? I know it's been very long time. That's a tough question to answer because modern Doctor Who has been on since like 2006, I think, with Christopher Eccleston, and they've had like a consistent like you know, season like every, about every year to two years since then. Um, Cause we've gone through one of Christopher Eccleston, three, I think of David Tennant, four of Matt Smith seasons, and like two Peter Capaldi's. And then like, we have like another doctor. It's, it's been going on for a while in the modern era. Yeah. But the original doctor who stuff was like way back in the day, yeah. like a radio show type of thing. I didn't, I, cause I didn't know if it was like a continuous thing and then they just kept getting a new doctor who once the other one either died or retired. Yeah. The, the way it's set up is doctor who is perfect to like be a long lasting show. Yeah. Cause at any point when they're ready to move on, like the actor ready to move on, whatever, they can go, it's time for the doctor to reincarnate. And then the doctor goes through a fucking reincarnation. And originally the show was like, Oh, the doctor can only reincarnate 13 times or whatever. And Matt Smith was the 13th doctor. So I was like, what's going to happen when he reincarnates? And they're like, we fucking Stephen Mossett just fucking deus ex machina, the whole fucking shit. It was like, well, he actually, because he did this and that, he has just 13 more regenerations now. And I'm like, fuck you, fuck you. (laughs) This is the show is supposed to end with Matt Smith. And now you just fucking rewrote the whole fucking. No, they're probably just raking in the dough at this point. They're like, I don't give a shit what happens. Well, I mean, that's like Dragon Ball at this point, you know, like Super Saiyan, that was supposed to be it. And then they yeah. were like, wait a minute, we do get Super Saiyan 2 well, and 3 and now Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. So I want to, I would love to go into this really hard, so I'm going to keep it short because we're almost out of time. Dragon Ball Z has the worst power leveling of any anime by far. It's the classic, 100%. it's the classic of this is the strongest enemy we've ever faced. Ah, I'm going to train and get better and ah, I defeated the enemy. Oh my God! Uh, enemy stronger than we've ever seen before. So then it just you defeat the strongest enemy, and then it's like, oh my God, the new strongest enemy ever. It's crazy. We're never gonna get strong enough. We trained him, we got strong enough, we defeated him, and then another enemy shows up being strong. Worst fucking power leveling. Naruto kind of solves a little bit of that. There's not like he just gets stronger. He learns new techniques, kind of. He's not getting stronger by any means. Maybe he unlocks like the nine shells chakra more, right. um, but like he always had that ability. It wasn't like he was capped and was like couldn't get any stronger. Um, so more, I, I know Brock, you, you you've watched more anime. Uh, you you've watched anime recently, and so shows that can get around the awkward power leveling thing make it so much better. Um, yes. They tell a better story rather than they just suddenly get stronger all of a sudden because they needed to. Like I watched a record of Ragnarok just because it's been popping up on my Netflix suggestions for I don't know how long now. Um, it's a cool concept, but the power leveling thing just doesn't... It Like they've got the strongest human in history with Lu Bu and who was a part of the original Three Kingdoms and everything, right? And... He, like, goes up against Thor, who is Thor, right? Enough said. And he fucking almost kills him. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, no, I'm sorry. This is not, this is not a thing. I just, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, shows that can do that accurately are, are a lot better. You know? Yeah. Uh, the other issue, the other, uh, <clears throat> it, it doesn't just happen in anime. It happens in, it can happen in video games, too, where suddenly it's just like, 
it doesn't make sense how you're getting better in the game. You're you're not getting better as the player. The game just artificially you just get stronger. Um, I've been playing a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh recently, and Yu-Gi-Oh went through a phase of that where it's like, oh, what do we do? We'll just make print cards that have more attack power than the cards we had before. And then I got to the point where like, well, we can't just keep making the attack stronger. We have to find other ways to make cards better. And so it went through a fucking issue with that. But yeah, when you solve that problem of power leveling and like actually making it make sense, it, it's actually really cool. It makes for a much better show. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and wrap that up. You know, uh, Riley, would you like to say anything else? Oh, wait, no, he can't because I'm a mic. So, you know, thanks, Riley, for your input. That was awesome. You know, Brock, do you have anything to say before we go? Uh, no, you know, stay classy, fuckers. There you go. That's stay classy, San Diego. Um, so thank you very much for listening. This has been episode number 29 of Riffs on Tap. Uh, if you like what you listen to, please tell a friend. It really helps us out. If you would like to listen to our radio station, which we recently updated with some new music, you can go to riffsontap.com where we have links to our Apple playlist as well as our Spotify playlist, uh, as well as our social media where you can go and follow us as we post things and funny pictures and stuff like how Riley leaves bread open and just on the counter like <laughs> haphazardly or whatever. But, but thank you all for listening so much, and we will see you all next week. Bye-bye.